Howdy, everyone. It's uh, Raven's Realm Tabletop. Uh, doing things a little different. Ryan, our normal MC, is out of town, so we had to figure out how to make streams go. And it's been an adventure. It's been fun. We got some music. Um, actually, let me just drill in on that real quick. So Tabletop RPG Music is a really awesome Patreon, and they do... Basically, you can use their stuff on your live stream as long as you, like, pitch and you make sure that people know that it's Tabletop RPG Music. So you can see that icon up in that top right. Um, also, this thing is just really flipping badass. So I'm going to demo that real quick. I think, yeah, I can just make it pop up right here. So I've got atmospheric hope and memory playing right now. But let's say, like, it gets, like, danger time because, you know, Justin punches a dude in the face, so we're going to go brutal battle, right? I'm actually quite peaceful, my character, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, Justin, specifically right. go out and punch someone on the street. I go into the That's world. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I'd demo out how cool this stuff is. Um, I've been looking for a really good music integration for Foundry for Tabletop, and especially something I could use on the stream, and this is kind of the conflux of all of those things. So let's roll. Um, uh, as usual, I am your, well, not always, but oftentimes, I'm the storyteller, DM, MC, whatever you want to call it. Tonight we are going to be running One Shot World. Uh, in a world where we haven't really defined a whole lot yet. And we're going to do a lot of that on stream. We figured out the kind of what characters and archetypes everyone's going to play, but the actual details of the world, kind of undefined. Um, yeah. Chris, why don't you do your intro? Okay, hey, uh, my name is Chris. I'm going to be playing Hawk Hastings. Uh, Hawk Hastings is a thief, but he's not like a traditional... He's not, he's not Milo Underhand, so... He's more like a uh, Tomb Raider type of guy, so more of like a Dungeoneer, I guess. And uh, yeah, so that's that's Hawk. Wait, Justin? All right, my character tonight is Baron Blast. He is a human fighter and here to kick some ass. Uh, Baron is a 6'4", pale-skinned guy with uh, red hair, 5 o'clock shadow, incredibly strong, wears a bandolier bag but never a shirt. He is a man of a few words. He speaks in physical violence. Kai? I am Kai. Tonight I will claim Bailey Valley. I'm not sure what we decided upon. Either will be fine throughout tonight. Uh, she is a dwarf-ish ranger in the sense that maybe she's a dwarf maybe she's not who knows uh but she grew up in the forest and among in a small village among the animals and the other small amount of people that lived around her so it's very attuned to being in nature and with nature and carries a crossbow that's only for hunting and not for maiming other human beings or sweet animals that are nice to her sweet all right, so let's uh, go down the line here. So I'm gonna expand that section of the thing. So we have, as y'all said, Baron Blast the Fighter, Hawk Hastings the Thief, and Valley the Ranger. Um, let's go down. Justin, you've chosen Drive of Challenge. You wanna enter a fight you aren't sure you can win? Yes, he seems like the type that would enter a fight that you can't 
may not be able to win, but he's always up for a challenge. Okay. That's given you kind of... So anytime you uh, do that sort of thing, once we make camp, uh, you get XP. And so this is kind of a game that's meant to level up quickly because it's a one-shot type of thing. Uh, for the thief, we've gone with excitement. Uh, cause trouble for your allies by making an unnecessary... What is it? Unnecessary what? Risk. I figured that's what I said. And then Kai's Ranger Valley is uh, drivers the hunt. Bring down prey of great might or cunning. So, uh, y'all have chosen archetypes around there that give you uh, certain variations on the abilities there. Uh, Justin, talk us through Baron Blast's uh, gladiator abilities. Okay, oh, no. let me get my screen up. I'll tell you. I mean, about we've them. got it all there. Let's just get straight to like where we do the collaborative shit there. So, um, Justin, go ahead. Still getting to your character. Go through, uh, pick out one of your bullets, and uh, ask the group. Who has faced me in battle? Hmm. I like don't think it could be Bailey, just because I don't think she would have run into any major battle at all. Unless you, like, tried to invade her village at some point. Uh, so, why did Hawk Hastings end up in a battle with this dude? What were you stealing? Um, probably going into the place where uh, Baron lives and just, like, trespassing, essentially. Okay, okay. He probably got kicked out. By <laughs> by Baron himself, so... Right, just bodyguarded you out, like... Alright. Chris, pick one of your bullets from yours, and ask the group. Okay, um... Which of you put this job together? <laughs> Probably not Baron. Sure, I can be baby. I don't know what the job is, but sure. <laughs> So let's talk about that. What is the job? Uh, so y'all have found uh, or stumbled across uh, an ancient ruin from some old civilization and wandering around into it. It's in the middle of like a large overgrown forest. What would have brought you here? I, I think that's completely within Valley's like realm, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think probably one day she was either out hunting for food or exploring with her lynx pet um, and just stumbled upon something that she knew she probably shouldn't take on by herself and tried to get a team together that would be able to explore with her. Okay. Let's do one of Valley's bullets here. Okay. <laughs> Which of you smells the nicest? <laughs> um... We're both pretty gross, I, I would imagine. Mm. You don't think Baron Blast is like Loki, like keeps that on it? On I think check? he might be the cleanest because he's not carrying a lot of clothes that kind of get dirty. He is the dirt, and so like when he gets on water and stuff, he can clean off pretty quick. But then, gotcha. Hawk is always wearing dusty ass clothes. Maybe I don't know. Or is he clean? Does he does he focus on clean cleanliness? Um, I mean, probably not. 
I kind of modeled him after like a 19th century type of gentleman type of explorer dude, but I mean, if he's so he's like, covered in putrescence, yeah, then. Like, yeah. fully living in the street. Yeah, he's okay. Smells the worst. <laughs> so, <laughs> Baron by default. <laughs> Though the Vikings did believe in like daily clean bathing and stuff, so I don't know. Maybe he's not too too bad. All right, let's go back. I'm gonna do another round of them. Uh, let's do another line item from Baron Blast. Which of you do I trust the most? I think Baby is probably a very open person and doesn't, other than to like outcome a rival, she's never someone who's going to like lie or be deceitful for no purpose, I guess. Yeah. And Chris's character is a thief. <laughs> is a natural thief. <laughs> yeah. But what if we were cool, you know? Oh. <laughs> um, I missed the question. I'm sorry. Whose question was it? It was Baron Blast's question about trustworthiness. Oh. Who is the most trustworthy, <laughs> basically? Who is the most trustworthy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Who do not, I trust the most? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hawk. Get into the one of your light items. Um, let's see. Another question? Yep. Hmm. Which of you thinks I'm just a grave robber? I would probably think of me. Just because, I don't know, our... Because we faced in a battle before, so perhaps it was during that time when you were trying to rob graves. <laughs> That's why I think you're a grave robber. I don't know. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. All right. So y'all have found these ruins. You're going into them. And now I get to ask some leading questions here. Who's chasing you into these ruins? Some kind of sand species? Sand species. Okay. <laughs> Detailed I'm very good with. I, yeah, I just wasn't expecting a sand species. So, okay. And why are they chasing you then? Let's go. Let's elaborate a little bit here. Who pissed them off? Probably me. Okay. So you're in the middle of like a heavy forested area. Uh, Hawk Hastings pissed them off. Is that something recent or have they been pursuing Hawk for a while now? Probably pursuing me for a while. Okay. Okay. I like that. So you kind of have this ominous feeling of being on the hunt all the time. And y'all are getting close to your location. You're wanting to approach it cautiously. Um, but right about that time, I think that's where our scene is going to start. I'm not going to say y'all have entered the ruins or any of that sort of stuff. We're outside. So, 
The entrance to the ruins is a grand archway made of intricately carved stone. Statues of long-forgotten warriors stand guard and flicker in the lights and mysterious torches. Beyond the archway lies a dark and damp chamber filled with strange symbols. Uh, let's see. Damp chamber. Damp chamber filled with strange symbols. The air is heavy with the weight of ages past. A chill runs down your spine as you step through the entrance. At the far end of the chamber lies a great door sealed shut with a glowing rune. What do you do? How close are the people that are pursuing us? Uh, you haven't seen them. You just have this ominous knowledge that they are coming. Okay, can I try and use my skill that comes with my character, which is uh, Kith and Kin, the Grand Sparks and Chirps and Calls of the Creatures of the Wilder as a language to you? Can I try and get in touch with, like, a flock of birds? Absolutely. So I think I'm going to throw that out as a... Let's go into the basic moves real quick. I'm going to fold that in with uh, Discern Realities here. And you're going... We're going to... So, uh, and you're probably pulling specific information from the birds, right? Yeah, like, how close are they? Do we need to be, like, super stealthy here? Like, any any sort of info that they can give me. Alright. So, Kai, as usual, open it up with a plus wisdom. How do I do that? I uh, just rolled 2d6. So what's your character sheet say? Uh, for wisdom? Uh, plus two one. Just, yeah, just roll 2d6 plus one. That's a seven. seven. All right. So with the seven, we will do basic moves. That's a good roll for you. <laughs> Especially on a wisdom roll. It's a different exactly. character. I've, <laughs> I'm leaving all of Niobe's BS in the past. <laughs> A strange wind approaches from the east. It's kind of what the birds are saying, and they are flying away from it. Um, they are, they see it stretching over here, and it will be here soon. Okay, I'll communicate. I'll kind of like crouch down a little bit more. She's already wearing colors that are very foresty anyway, so she's not too worried about. Blending in in particular, but just making the least amount of noise and kind of covering her red hair. And she'll turn to the other two and say, they're closing in on us. We should take more caution than we have coming towards here. Um, as to not alert them or perhaps in our hastiness to get away from them, set off some ancient deities that believe that we are disrespecting this place. What do y'all do? Baron brings out his axe from behind him and is just ready, even though we're not engaged or anything. He's just, that's his mindset is always, let's fight. Okay. Um, let's see. 
uh, I don't know. What, so it's a dust cloud we're fighting, or things that are making the dust cloud? Or we don't this, know. You don't know at this point. At this point, more just a dust cloud. Maybe we can get to that other problem later. So, uh, y'all are standing within kind of the entry area of these ruins. You've got, um, Valia has just talked to the birds and found that, uh, the sands are approaching. Um, yeah. What are you doing, Justin? We'll fight these sands. And he starts to prepare himself with his axe and swiping left and right with it. If it is literally just pile of sand or blowing sand wind, I'm not sure an axe will be able to kill it. <laughs> hmm. Um, hmm. I say we head inside. Yeah, about okay. that. Standing in front of you is a large stone door with like glowing blue runes on it. What do you do? Try to decipher it. Can Valley? Oh, Valley was just going to go up and touch it. (laughs) Okay. As you reach out to touch the runes, there's a warmth and then a sort of, I don't know, like stored mnemonic thought uh, transfers into you. You understand that the door is locked, but it will open those it deems worthy and powerful. Guys, we got to be worthy and powerful to get through the door. It's locked, but I think maybe if we all touch it, it'll open. Certainly all three of us are worthy and powerful. Hawk's just going to put his hand on the on the thing too. Baron then touches the wall. You'll all get the same kind of mnemonic transference. Did it work? (laughs) Maybe we'll just kind of like push on it and see if it opens. It's not. It is firmly sealed. Well, I guess we're not. Well, I touched it first and it didn't open, so maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> Kaylee will step back and see if it'll open then. Perrin then has a hawk step aside and he starts to wind up his axe at the door. Uh, no, no, no! You're going to you're going to angry the gods. You you can't hit a holy relic with an axe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perhaps Might I should try to immediately pick. die. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Maybe you can pick that off. But don't break it, please. Well, I don't see any lock, but I'll try to pick it. Do you have any kind of uh, moves that you can trigger? Tricks of the trade. Ooh. Can you pick locks? Or pockets or disable traps roll plus decks on a 10 plus you do it no problem okay okay yep. should i try it hell yeah let's see where it goes 
copying this for the future. Okay. Eight. Nice. So was that in your basic moves or was that that was in your PC move, wasn't it? Uh yeah, it was in my character oh, move. Oh, there it is. supposed to offer me two options between suspicion, danger, or cost. Hmm. I'm going to go with danger or cost. Which do you want? Danger. Danger? Always go danger. The doors slide open as you manipulate the magics on this somehow. What do you pull out of your bag to kind of interfere with the magic here? Um, a scroll that has a sigil on it that has magical abilities to interfere with magical locks. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, as you bring that close to the door and it starts to interfere, you get another kind of mnemonic transference. Only to you, no one else gets this. You have chosen the power of cunning. You are formidable and dangerous. Peril awaits. And then there's like this like almost like deep voice. Activating defenses. I don't mean to alarm anyone, but I think that um I just heard somebody say activating defenses. Did you hear that? Did we hear that? No one else heard that. I'm trying to play it off like I'm not crazy. Uh, we heard nothing, Hawk. But All right. It, it seems like you've got the door open. It's great. Well, be on your toes, then. Well, and as you done. say that, the wind starts to pick up and little bits of sand start blowing in from outside. What do you do? All right, Hawk stepping in. I love how chatty we are tonight. <laughs> I'm also going to step in. I think Bailey's afraid that because he opened it, not by like completing whatever challenge she believes happened with what she heard, he's already just going to close. So she's kind of like sliding in at the same time that Hawk is. Fair enough. And I guess I should just like beyond the great door lies a chamber filled with ancient relics and mysterious devices. The walls are adorned with strange symbols and dust lies thick on the floor. In the center of the room is an ornate device made of gold and silver surrounded by strange runes and mechanisms. It's clear that this device is meant to hold something in. Uh, Baron doesn't go inside. He's waiting to fight the storm 
Mm. He doesn't run away from a fight. I'm gonna transition us really quick because I need I didn't grab things out of Discord correctly. So popping back into Alright, everyone can't see anything because yeah I didn't want Save image! Save. Are we paused? Or are we... I just paused the image of it because I needed to grab some artwork out of some other Discord channels, but I didn't want to share me moving through Discord. We're still here. We're still talking. We are live. Nice. I'm just just doing some live rubble shooting. Good thing I didn't say all the crazy things I normally say off air. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we were really well behaved. Very fortunate this time. Okay. I'll throw on my... What's it? Paste images to chat thing? Do I just literally not use that on this group? Ah. Okay. Well, let's do... Uh, homebrew world. No. Wait. I really make all of this at one point? Weird. <laughs> Do an image. Well, it's everyone's subclass. Yeah, y'all talk about the gladiator, the explorer, and. Remember what Kai's was actually. Well, I see Baron is actually subclassing with a librarian as well. You say librarian? Indeed. It's a subclass. He's a librarian fighter. He's not even a barbarian. He's been a good one. No. Uh, barbarian librarian, but a fighter librarian? That's <laughs> brains and brawn. That's crazy. You're so right. <laughs> My subclass is raised by wolves. Uh, wasn't literally raised by wolves, but very close. What is our, where do we even find our subclasses? I didn't even know we had one. Yours is Gladiator. Oh, neat. It's the second box right below Drive. Oh, okay. I'll go way up. Okay. There we go. I had this image as, like, the background. I'm trying to figure out the best way to get this on stream. Normally, when Ryan's sharing, I can just do whatever the F, F I want, you know? So, uh... <laughs> Here we go. This was kind of what we were looking at to begin with. The outside. And then as you all have entered that first room, this is what you see. Uh, Where we talked about the kind of altar with runes and all kinds of mechanisms and stuff around it. In this main room. Beyond that, there's a, a doorway that goes straight ahead. Uh, you can see one off to the left and another one off to the right. So you have these this room here and then three exits from it. And then, of course, the way you came in. So there are four, four doorways, technically. So. What are y'all doing? Check out the thing in the middle. The, the altar area. Okay. 
Yeah, as you go up to take a look at it, how are you inspecting it? Uh, we're just visually, like, checking it out, I guess. And then... Yeah. Okay. Just gonna look, yeah. look at it. So it's it. a giant square pedestal. Um, probably only about ankle height. Um, lined with stone on the outside and intricate runes of some sort of ancient civilization on the center of it. In the center is a circle of energy that swirls. I guess I'm just going to show that while we do that. What's everyone else doing here? Is the energy that's swirling in the middle like the same vibe as the runes on the front door? Yes. Or is it different? Same vibe. Does it look as if, as if this is also a door, or if it's a source, or if it's just a source of magic? Ooh, how would you find that out? I don't know. Look at it really hard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sure. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm wanting to get some description it. here before I just throw, say throw discern realities. I want to know what you're doing. You know. Yeah, that's that's absolutely fair. I don't think staring at something intently will really get you very far. Um, I think I'm gonna go up to it and kind of like if the doors are still like open in some way, kind of compare them, see if there's a seam, see if it seems as if the magic is like going somewhere else or spewing things outward and where that like center point would be by looking at this thing. Okay. I will get a hands-on approach, like, to, like, grasp at it and, like, like, feel the ridges or anything, too. Sweet. Throw discern realities for me. Is that wisdom again? Yes, it is. <laughs> Your favorite. If I could type, it'd be a lot easier. Hey, a nine! Heck yeah. All right. To get one of those questions from discern realities. Oh, where are they? Oh, they're just on a different tab of the thing, right? Yeah, basic moves. Discern realities. Uh, okay, Um. Oh, I see it. Um, can I ask? Uh, I get one, right? Uh, That's right. I guess what here is useful or valuable to me. Looking at it, that pedestal is the control center for this whole complex. It has lines linking it to the doors and those other directions as well. But you can understand that it does not see you as authorized to command it. Do I know if anybody else in here like would be authorized or is it like only people that have a specific type of passcode can like use it? You do not know. Okay. Um, Hawk, you opened the first door. Do you want to like kind of play with this magic thing? Sure, why not? He just runs up and throws the same uh, scroll that he had 
into the middle of the swirling interstate just to see if it, it interferes or does anything like that. Baron starts to hear all the noise and everything y'all are doing and kind of loses interest in fighting the storm and comes inside to kind of witness what y'all are up to. Alright. Yeah, so you're starting you walk in right as Hawk Hastings drops kinda or rubs the I almost imagine it's like um like when Neo's like rubbing like a magnet against hard drives in the beginning of the Matrix or something like that. You're like really just trying to see if you get like you can make make this wig out in some way, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Should we call tricks of the trade? You think then? Hmm. Let's see. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Roll plus dex for me. I would love to. Nine. Suspicion or cost? Suspicion. That won't work again. We don't hear it again? Correct. Cool. Yeah. Um... And you get the feeling that you can activate one of the rooms. You don't know what they are. So you basically have left, center, and right. And you can basically utilize whatever function is in one of those rooms. But you have to make a split decision right now. Left. All right. Oh, did it work? It seemed like you're doing something. Um, hmm. I'm hearing a voice. We're I don't not know hearing if it likes voice. what I'm doing. Did you eat some of the shrooms in the forest? I told you to stay <laughs> away from those. Some of them are poisonous. You hear loud clinking footsteps in the back center, but they now seem to be shifting to the left. Do we all hear this noise? Yes, you all hear loud, heavy footsteps. Okay, when I hear that, I'm going to call, like, whistle and call my lynx to me, which has kind of been, like, prowling outside. Um, okay. The lynx comes to you. Uh, I'm doing an art thing again. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, the lynx... The lynx comes to you and has been sitting outside and probably gives something to you about there is sand starting to pile up outside. Mm, okay. We should hurry. Sand is coming. Have to find another way out. Shouldn't be a problem. True. Can we, cl do you know if you can like close that door so the sand can't come in? Baron close. <laughs> he, he goes and tries to close the door behind. 
There's no door to Not close. Door, but... I didn't really describe it very oh, well. Yeah. So the stone doors, these are fancy ages of civilization, and they have stone pocket doors. And they have sunk in to the walls. Oh. How fancy pocket doors. <laughs> mm. Maybe they're like the ones that we built on my porch in the village, where if like you like, even though it's a pocket door, like it kind of clicks in place. If you like push into the pocket, it'll like bounce back and close. Should we try that? Mm. Sure. Why not? What? What are you doing? Someone described to me some actions here. <laughs> oh, I don't have the strength to, to move a stone door at all. I'm kind of just, <laughs> like miming to Baron what you do. It's like you kind of like use like the <laughs> the brunt of your like the of your uh, your palm to like push into the crack as like hard as you can, and it should kind of spring. So you gotta like move out of the way. Baron, move it. And so he goes and tries to do what you say and moves it with his palm and tries to at least, I don't know, do I have to roll strength like, or something? Yeah, I definitely want to see a plus strength right here to try and force the door closed. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking for what my strength is. Plus three, so I do like 1d6, or 2d6 plus three? Yup. Okay, rolled it. Ooh, six. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> Only Baron hears this. You have sown this trouble. Now you will die with it. Uh, he gets into an enraged state because he doesn't like being threatened with his own life. It's not nice. really one of my moves. He's just like, he gets mad. <laughs> well, yeah, and so the door, like, you would actually started to make progress and the doors, like, get sucked back into the wall pockets as you are right then, and it says that then. And as that happens, these sand-like forms Three of them appear in the entryway right before you. They are ready to attack. And so I'm imagining these are like if Colossus was made out of sand or something like that. Like these big, bulky, like not muscular is not the right word because they are completely like animated sand, right? Okay, yeah. Baron would like to go and attack. One of the three. Okay. <laughs> With his axe. Okay. That's what I roll. All right. I thought that definitely sounds like a hack and slash to me. Alrighty. Let me see what hack and slash pulls up. Does it have any bonuses or does it go off the strength? Let's see. Oh, wait. That's not violence move. Okay, roll strength. Oh, plus strength. Okay. It's the same thing. There you go. Rolls a 12, which then also has a second ability 
because it's 12 or higher. Let me see. I think it's like merciless. Merciless. Okay. Go on. Uh, I get plus one damage on whatever I roll. No, never mind. I didn't grab that one. I thought I did. It's merciless is when you fight to kill with no mercy or advantage, you have an advantage to deal damage. What does that even mean? Like I just skip the roll for attack? Say that one more time. Okay, it says when you fight to kill with no mercy or hesitation, you have the advantage to deal damage. Oh, that means you roll damage twice and you take the higher. What's oh, your yeah. damage? Your damage is D10, so roll, um, you're gonna say this, you're gonna say one, or 2D10, K1, K right? And you're gonna say that in, with, uh, double brackets or with, like, slash roll. Instead of slash roll 1D. There you go. And then I get plus one damage on that. So you dealt 10 damage to this thing just now. So your axe like pops into it and slices down. It is trying to reform rapidly, but you have damaged it heavily. What's uh what's Hawk doing as you hear this commotion outside the door? I'm gonna unsheathe my sword and dash into battle and try to swing oh. at these things. Okay, there's two more, right? So you're going to go and swing at another? Yeah, definitely. I'll take the one that's closest to me. All so right, let's, hear, let's see what you're doing. Um, sounds like hack and slash, right? It does. Okay. I prefer hash and cash. Let's see. Um, 11 buddy okay so uh yeah roll your damage here uh I, uh what's my damage man um d8 let's see Oof. okay so you've done eight damage to a second one so yeah, these things are not well formed right here. I guess the the bulk of the sandstorm hasn't arrived. What is uh Veli doing? As she sees that the other her other two companions are going into battle, I think she will as well. So she's going to send her um, animal companion Lynx, whose name is Jedward, to uh -huh. the door uh, to attack with fears, and then she's also gonna herself shoot her bow and arrow for a body. Oh, I like that. Okay, so go ahead and roll. Let's get the links first. So roll plus fierce. Okay, so that's plus two. Nine. Nine. So the links pounces on this sand form. And it doesn't sink into it or anything like that. So this is the third undamaged one, right? Yeah. All right. Pounces onto it and, and just starts raking and slashing away at all of the all the sand in it and starts just dissolving the thing. Roll its damage, which is D8. Uh, damage. Noted. 
It's not making a lot of progress. Are you shooting that same one with your bow? Yeah, I will. Okay. So, volley is dex, right? That is. Okay, so that's plus two. Eight. So on a seven and nine, you deal damage, but you choose one from the list below. Uh, you have to move, hold steady to get the shot, placing you in danger of my choice. Or you take what you can get and deal damage with disadvantage. Or you deplete an ammunition. Um, I think she'll kind of like place herself in harm's way to get the shot. Oh, nice. Okay, so you had to like close around a corner. And one of them is, is going to basically try... It's trying to swing at uh, Baron, but completely misses and hits at you. Let's go ahead and... Uh, what are you going to do to get out of the way there? Uh, I think if she sees that it's kind of coming towards her, she's going to make sure she gets her shot off. But if she has the extra time, she's going to try and like lean back and duck as soon as she's the arrow is left her bow. Yeah, so you're not taking any penalties on this. Go ahead and roll Defy Danger Dex with a disadvantage okay. though. So that's gonna be 3d6 K2. Okay. And I really need to set the mood a little bit better, don't I? With some combat, dungeon, Eldritch Prophecy. I still got an 8 because I rolled two, a 6 and two, 2. Is that right? No. Did that not work? Let's see. What? Yeah, it worked. You rolled a 2, a 6, and a 2. Okay. Oh, you should have taken the lower. There's... Yeah, so it should be a 4 plus 2. So technically, which is six? A 6. Heck yeah. yeah. Six. I mean, oh no. You just want to get <laughs> children, and I've been trying to do one at a time. So we've got what? We got D6. We've got how big is it? Large. So we're going to go with plus one. Let's see. Oh no, D8 plus one damage. Uh, D8 plus two. I'm rolling that? Yep. Eight. You get <laughs> slammed. <laughs> you get slammed by this, like, jutting, massive, outstretched arm as it slams you into a wall. Cool, 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 cool. Very cool. <laughs> Can I at least roll damage for it? <laughs> say, that, get say that again. Killed. Can I at least roll my damage for it as I get killed? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'll just roll. I think it's just 1d8. Hey. Hey, six. Yeah. Hell yeah. I will note, you have marked on your character sheet that you took the leather armor, which gives you one armor. Oh, so I only took seven up. Yeah, it's way better. 
definitely don't have seven, 11 points left and will die if, I do, if that happens again. Yeah. So they're all trying to fight back. It looks like they feel like they've made some good progress on killing Veily. Um, they do seem to hive mind, so they're all trying to focus on Baron. Um, so they're all collectively like working together to form like, I don't know, let's say a super sand fist up in the air. This is not combat music. Like, do do do. Did I do the wrong thing? It's scary. I'm creeped out it right is. now. It is. Oh, it's suspense because I selected the wrong category of music. Brutal fire and dash. There we go. Gary. So. They start weaving the sand together to try and create this big fist that's just going to crush Baron into the ground. What are you doing, Baron? Uh, can I, or let's see, I can, can I use one of my supplies, like my, my bag to kind of like take the brunt of it and kind of dive or dodge? Ooh, okay. So you want to use the basic move, have what you need. When you decide you have something all along, Use undefined gear and mark blah. Did you you left one unmarked? Um, yeah. I like. I realized I had two armors, so I unclicked one of the armors and did uh, supplies instead. Okay. So what do you what are you wanting to pull from the bag to help you here? Well, I was gonna use the actual bag itself, the bandera, and kind of mm. like throw the bag in front of it and then kind of like dodge it. Or is it not enough? Like, is the sand fist like talking Sandman size from Spider-Man? That's really what I'm envisioning. The Spider-Man. Okay, three. so the bag won't do anything on that. Um, okay, then I would like to try to dodge. <laughs> is there a dodge or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the fuck out of the way is a solid move. I would, I would recommend it. Defy danger, Dex. Okay. X is plus one, so Defy Danger is a 2d6. That's right. Okay, I rolled an eight. Ooh, okay, okay. As the hand tries, kind of follows you, which of your friends do you endanger as you get out of the way? I'd imagine it's the Lynx, but maybe Hawk. Yeah, hell, Hawk's man? up there with, yeah. Yeah, Hawk's right there. All right, so you endanger Hawk. Everything. Uh, Hawk, he's not endangered you too bad, but you're in the splash area. Do you get all the way too? Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's the throw smart thing to do. All right, throw divide danger decks for me. Eight. You can get out of the way unharmed, but you have to break that orb you've been using to disarm things. What did you do? I guess I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let it get broken in order to avoid harm. 
Okay. So, like, it's gonna slam down, and it just, off the side of you, like, that's probably hanging from, like, your waist or something, gets mm. crushed. Damn. Uh, Alright, what do y'all no. do? <laughs> disastrous. Yeah, not good. I don't know how to fight sand. Y'all are doing a good job, all things considered. Do we just keep, like, killing him? Yeah. Can we team up, like, do a, a two-person attack? Like, like Hawk and I go at the same time with both of our blades uh, going? Absolutely. Yeah. I would describe that as, like, uh, you give each other advantage or something, so you figure out who's making the roll with advantage. Uh, what do you think, Hawk? Uh, hold on a second. Hawk's just gonna run off and uh, <laughs> try to press the door, the left door, and see if that opens. Going back into the the room. Yeah. Oh yeah, the door opens right up. Okay, let's see. Let's just go this way. And standing on the other side of it. <laughs> If you scroll to the bottom of that document, you can see the uh, image I want to share. Oh, okay. Oh, the big robot weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Holy shit. Maybe that's the defenses. <laughs> we should hide behind it. Do I see it or is it only Hawk? Uh, only Hawk sees it right now. Y'all, so you've got like this main room that y'all are in that had like the glowing blue light in the center. Hawk is off in a room off to the side of that. And y'all are out in the entryway, out in the very front of the place, right? So, so there's almost like a room separating y'all. Has the sand passed the threshold of the actual ruins? No. I'm just going to take, like, five big steps backwards <laughs> so it's out of, like, range of hitting me into the temple and see if anything happens. Sure. Yeah, they, um, you're kind of doing a retreat here? No, they're they're happy to focus on Baron. So as you do that, though, you do get a, sh a view of what Hawk has just opened the door to. I'm going to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, what was that? Did you do um, that? Did I do that? Yeah, <laughs> you've been no. hearing things. Like, I don't know. You, uh, I feel like you're part of this now. As Baron mm. is fighting three of the sand men at once, uh, they're going to take another strike. Um, Baron, you going to get out of the way again? Yeah, he's going to dodge. Okay, let's see it. Roll the nine. Hell yeah. Go ahead and throw damage for me. Oh, I was dodging? Oh, sorry. The dodging. That's right. You managed to get out of the way. Um, you don't take damage there, but as they slam down, what are some of the... Do they give me some example things for what to do on a... 709. Oh, right. Pick one. Evade, prevent, or... No, no, no. That's the wrong thing. Divide danger. Da, da, da. 
Alright, they're just gonna slap the side of Baron. Um, so they don't get like a full hit on you. Instead of the rolling the D8 plus 2, you're gonna just gonna roll a D6 for the damage. Four damage. Alright, make sure to take your armor into account. Oh yeah, so two damage. Alright. Okay, uh, what's Baron doing? Baron is now going to try to attack. So, is it three or is it now just one big hand we're fighting? It's three individuals you have to attack. I'm just simplifying it and combining them into like okay. Voltron for the attacks. Got it. Okay, so he goes and takes a running jump and swipe with his axe on the one that he did a lot of damage on the first round. All right, let's see it. I think that's it. So 10. 10 plus. Yeah, that's good. You get your damage off with uh, no reservations here. So I think you get to roll. Yeah, you know the roll. I think it's. Is it that? Oh, no, no. That's advantage. That's right. I don't have advantage. Or do I? I think you do. I do because I did a merciless attack. Okay. So six damage. And then you add one to that, right? Uh, I think it had it on there. The K1 or is that not oh. it? That's not that's not what that is. The K1 is the advantage. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So seven yeah. damage altogether, seven damage. right? Yep. So I mean, you just swipe and that whole the thing just bursts into a cloud of dust and litters the ground. You've got two of them left. Uh, what are y'all doing uh, in that chamber? I think as I see Baron destroy one of them, I'm going to still kind of like retreat my link because I don't want Jedward to get hurt. Um, but I am going to take another shot at one of the ones I'm still remaining. Okay. All right, you're doing it from that other room? Yeah. So there's definitely distance between us, but I'm trying to get like a direct shot on one of them. All right. Go ahead and do a volley for me. That's a 11. solid shot, I believe. So, uh, you have a clear shot and you deal damage. Go ahead and roll that. Seven damage. Boom. The one that your Lynx is kind of on and trying to attack and tear apart just shatters into dust. What's a... Uh, I forgot your Lynx's name already. What was it? Jedwood. Jedwood? Jedwood, yes. Yeah. Like All right. Edward, but with a J. Alright. Alright, what does Jedward do next? Uh, I think that Jedward being an animal that is very much acclimated towards colder climates will see all the sand that's covering his fur, and I'll say Jedward, come back, and won't have him attack this round, so I don't want him to get hurt. He can't take seven points of damage. Alright. Hawk, you up to? He's just like, oh, blast it. I guess we'll have to finish this. And then uh, he charges forward with with his uh, saber and tries to attack. Okay. The uh, 
Before you get on to that, as you're running out of the room, Veli, you see the side door that he's running from just slides open, glowing yellow eyes of this automaton walking out. Does it look like it's going to kill us? Yes. You hear in your mind... He, in fact, did this. <laughs> as it charges Veli. We're just trying to explore. The sand people are bad. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We've done nothing wrong. What am I, Steve Urkel? <laughs> I didn't do that. It said you did it. It said you did it. And he's I charging Veli. Are you moving? Are you dodging? Oh, absolutely. I'm on the <laughs> I'm running the fuck away from this Do you find Andrew Dex for me? Okay. That's four. <laughs> That's a crit failure. Yes. So, um, the glowing yellow eyed golem charges. Slams you into a pillar. It's gonna deal D10 damage to you. You're not having a oh. good evening. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, roll that. Please roll like shit. Okay, three. Three damage. Make sure to keep Which your armor good. in mind. It slams you in there and just. It probably can hold Veli in one hand. Has lifted you and is walking into the right chamber. Where are you taking me? Can I? Can we like? This prison can hold more than one entity. Prison? I like come from the forest, you know. Like I am totally with vibes with this ruin. And you know, just, like, it's walking like, off. As y'all probably are <laughs> looking back at your shoulder, it's one hundred percent more safe in the previous room. Yeah, fellows, mad as hops. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Well, no, Hawk was uh, about to charge one of the the last uh, oh, yeah. sand construct. Yes, but do I also hear um, her calling for help? Probably. Yeah, actually, do you do you listen to it? Yeah. You see, definitely. Then, if you're looking back, you definitely see her being carried off by this big golem creature. Yeah, I'm gonna run back over there and try to attack that. Alright, it's walking off, and uh, you're going to try and walk up behind it. Okay, uh, yep. go ahead and roll this uh, hack and slash as you're charging it. Oh, I actually have a thing for backstabbing. I would all apply here. What do you got? When you attack someone up close and they don't see it coming, deal damage or roll plus dex on them 10 plus, deal damage and pick two. Ooh. Yeah, so it has some options. Let, let me roll first and then see what it does. Okay. In. So, um, deal plus one d4 damage, strike a weak spot, ignoring their armor. They can't make noise or raise an alarm. You slip away. You create an opportunity. You are an ally, gain advantage 
if you were to act on it. I'm going to pick that one for sure. Which one? Um, you are an ally gain advantage if I create an opportunity. Okay. Uh, in which case, I'm going to say that I specifically like attack his arm in order to loosen Ooh. his grip. Okay, okay. So you're going to help uh, Veli get free. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I had, uh, let's see, D8 damage. And then I also, it says choose two. Since so I a your weapons strike true, and they kind of chip away, but you realize, like, it's made of stone under, yeah. underneath its iron armor. All right. Probably not doing a bunch of damage. But do I manage to knock his arm around at all? You do. So what you have actually managed to do is there's probably like some kind of bolt or plate that is tied down right there, and it makes it awkward in that exact moment. Kaylee, you have an op. Uh, Kaylee, Bailey has an opportunity to break free right now. Uh, go ahead and roll it with advantage. It's going to be defy danger strength. God, my strength is zero, so that's just what slash roll three. Three d six k one k two. K1. Okay. Or K2. K2, you were correct. Eleven. Dang. You're able to pry the hand loose as it tries to drag you into that room to the right. It walks off a little bit into that room before it realizes that you broke free. The right room is um has a giant glass circular glass thing in it. Um, no better word than portal to describe it. As it walked into that room, the glass shimmered and transformed into some kind of gateway. You get the impression it was trying to throw you into it. Can I hide? <laughs> <laughs> like, really fucking hide and run away. <laughs> Run away and stuff like that. I defy danger decks, and all that'll get you out of the danger here. Okay, I also get advantage on this, so that's okay. Yeah. Eight. Wow. Nice. <laughs> You are able to hide, but Jedward is still right there as you slip away. It's going to reach and try and grab Jedward now. We need that Jedward. <laughs> Not Jedward. Um, will my um? Okay. Yeah, I thought my thing had something, but it's just an attribute. Oh, it's clever so to get away. Clever, okay. Eight. Jedward's going to take uh, D4 of damage as it is isn't grabbed, but it kind of pinches and claws at it with its massive metal hands. 
Okay, Turbo takes three points of damage and is now at six, I believe. Alright. Yeah. Hey Baron, how's it going out there? Oh, uh, he is... He just defeated that one. He sees the... He doesn't really know the robot thing's happening. He did hear her scream, but he's engaged into the fight, so he's probably going to finish... Or try to finish off this last sand thing. Okay. What's that look like? Um, he twirls his uh, axe in the air and then kind of lays it down, I guess. Yeah, lays it down. <laughs> All right. So... Kind of waving it overhead and drops it down on him. Go ahead and throw that for me. Attack and slash. Rolled a 12. My dude. Okay. You've got advantage. You've got plus one damage. All right. There, I threw the plus one on that. So 11 damage. Oh, yeah. You just pancake this thing into the ground, and you're just dealing with a pile of sand, three piles of sand here. Oh, guys, look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks around and he realizes he's quite alone. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh. You probably uh, hear the yelling and screaming coming from inside the vault now. Uh, he then starts to, or can I start to dart toward it? Absolutely. All right. He makes like a dart and darts towards it. You definitely see the big figure that had just tried to smack at Jedward. What do you do? Um, hmm. Wait, did you call on me? I... Literally anyone. I'm about oh, okay. two seconds away from it. Just making a move. <laughs> um, um, and tick. Go. It's going to now lost sight of Bailey. Takes a swing at Hawk. I'm going to try to, to dodge it. Okay. Go ahead and throw Defy Danger decks. See, ten. It slams into the ground, leaving like a giant, like not giant, but like a nice, like crater in the stone floor where it wanted to smush you. Hawk is just like combat rolling. Oh, Bailey, <laughs> what are you doing for that hidden position? Okay, so as it's distracted and kind of looking at something else, uh. Bailey is going to try and use her emoji called shot and like yep. take her time and like perfectly line up this shot uh, to like in hit it where it hurts. Okay, okay. Uh, so I just need to roll plus dex. Okay. Eight. Uh... So on a seven to nine deal damage and pick one, uh, I am going to ignore armor and deal plus one. Sorry, I'm going to deal plus one d four on top of my regular damage. Okay. So that's a one d four and one d eight. 
seven damage. Not bad. Yeah, so Amazing your Ranger. arrow strikes it right up underneath the armor, breaking more plates and stuff off. Um, it's kind of cracked on its on the left side of its shoulder. Eyes go from yellow to red. I'm going to yell out, go for the cracks, and then run away again. <laughs> go for the cracks. Pro advice. <laughs> Welcome back, Justin. <laughs> oh, I think he's still muted. Yep. Um, I'm going to try to swing at one of these cracks with my sword. Okay, let's see it. Eleven. Okay. That's a solid swing. Go ahead and roll damage here. Sorry about that. Personal dramas. Yeah, life happens, dude. I... Your sword stabs right through the cracks and into it. This wisp of blue smoke fades out from it. And it goes inert. Okay, I'm What back. do you do? Or at least, can y'all hear me? We can hear you. Great. Had the constable over. Oh no. Shit, I would have taken a break, dude. Uh, no worries at all. It's just my son's car was uh, broken down at the neighborhood pool and they're threatening to tow it, it and all that. So I'm like, okay, Spence, you gotta take care of your shit. But anyway, sorry to dis disrupt the game. <laughs> all good, dude. Okay. Well, they just took out the big golem. Chris did it. Hell yeah. Ahak did it. No, I did it. It was a teamwork, I believe, between Hawk and Chris. <laughs> your worth has been proven. You hear in your head. Who, just Chris again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it all along. You get the feeling that you Who now you have control. <laughs> that you have control of the center console. I have control of the center console. Yep. What do you mean? Who am I talking to? You can't hear that voice. Actually, no. You've been talking to yourself for most of today. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I kind of let the first couple slides. So I was like, "Ah, hey, he's close. Oh, okay. He knows what he's doing. X, Y, Z." But it's kind of being, it's weird, right? Me, me heard noise too. What noise? In my head. Are you sure that wasn't just your thoughts, Baron? <laughs> so, Bailey heard it once too, right? Yeah. Did she? I yeah, don't think I, she, has she? Said, yeah, whenever the door opened up and he had oh, run off, he said, He did do this. Oh, I thought that was out loud. Okay. <laughs> I just assumed that that was out loud. Hey, I mean, that's, that's a perfectly that good too. thing for Bailey to assume there. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I said it out loud and I got a response, so I just assumed it was out loud. Um, well, let's worry about who's going in the loony bin after all this is over. I'm going to try to... Uh, try to take control of the center console. And I'm going to try to open all the doors, if it's possible. Yeah, as you approach the console, this um, kind of mental link opens to you. You now understand that uh, the left room had some sort of control over basically permissions and access. And by dropping some blood in there, you can add someone to the control registry. Or someone can prove their worth and get added to the registry automatically by defeating the Guardian Champion, which you just did. The whole thing is centered around the binding and imprisonment section, where you can walk over and issue one command to the occupants of the prison, of which there is one right now. There's one. Do I know what it is? Who it is? Yes, it is one angel. Mm. This entire area was created to bind and hold it and use its power. And in fact, all of the energies and stuff here are powered by its force as it's held there. Why don't you two have a look at this? Mm. He goes yeah, what's and up? looks. It appears that this place is holding an angel. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Should we like let it free? Baron uh, starts to wind up his axe to unbind the angel. No, that's not a bad idea, right? I mean, I've always been someone that's more in tune with the turns of the nature rather than the ones of the other nerdlings or whatever. But I Chris, feel um, like oh, go ahead. there's got to be some good grace in getting this angel out. Hmm. Well, I believe this device will follow my command. But should we ask him for a reward before we ask, or before we try to free him? And as that that thought enters your brain, you, the console, like almost like trying to answer for you, was like, "Oh yes, reward. This area was used to um, extract the great magical power of the angel, specifically its ability to grant wishes." Excellent. Did you all hear that? They did not. You're the administrator right now. Ah, I hear more voices in my head. <laughs> I know how strange that sounds, but she'll just have to go with me on this. If you, uh, if, hmm, how do I put it? The console will grant our wishes. <laughs> I know I sound insane. 
<laughs> Are you okay? Um. Like, do you feel okay? Does it feel menacing? Is it like a nice, like, mothering voice? Is it like a demonic voice that's like, he did this? Like, that type of thing? Or... Mm. Like, More are you ominous. being manipulated and by asking for this wish, we're all going to die immediately? It does not sound like the de demonic voice I heard earlier. No. That's a good sign, I guess. You hear two voices? <laughs> There's a whole cast of characters in here, friends. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, did you hear voices before? Like, this is new for you? Oh. Uh, hmm. Yeah, let's get some backstory here. Right? <laughs> no, this is the first time I've heard any of these type of voices. I'm not a madman. I don't belong in an asylum. I didn't say anything about an asylum. I said, do you hear voices? <laughs> I said I don't belong in an asylum. <laughs> don't know oh, answer my <laughs> Chris, a voice appears in your head again. It seems like your companions are causing you distress. Would you like them to be entrapped? No! Wait, stop that. You're getting too far ahead. <laughs> I'm bad! What are you doing? <laughs> Think of stop your wishes. What? what do you want most in the world? Say it out loud. I want for you to be honest and tell me if you've been hearing voices prior to now. Actually, I take that back. That is not my biggest wish. Ixnay on that. Be even stronger. But in the mind. You could phrase that better. Strongest man in the world. Say that. Uh. That's not what he wanted. <laughs> Be smarter. Mm. Would you like us to, and this is just to you, Chris, we can instill great wisdom by implanting a air elemental into his corporeal form. Now, he may lose control, but he will undoubtedly be smarter. Lose control of what? His consciousness? His Me? body? <laughs> um... The fleshy sack that stands before you will be of great wisdom and strength. Is that what you desire? Is that for me or is that for Hawk and his head? This is all for Hawk. Hawk is getting to call the shots here because he's not added anyone else to like the control list. Maybe I should try to do that. Uh, give me just one second here. I'm going to fiddle with the machine and see if I can... Add them. Everyone put your hands on the machine. On the console. Did the voices tell you to do that? <laughs> I don't belong in asylum. <laughs> I didn't say that or ask that question. I put my bloody hand on the console. Okay. Aaron does the same. In uh, Hawk's head, you hear, uh, they're placing the hand on the pedestal at your command. I assume you're using that as a stand-in to get them added to the control list? Yes. However, are, you sure, are you sure you want to share control of this unlimited cosmic power? I click accept. 
And y'all here, welcome to the angelic artifice. You will now all have control. There is a, and basically like the schematic of like this whole room and the control device. Basically to the right is the portal and binding setup that allows them to control the trapped creature who's been here for thousands of years. Is it... Guys, can so, we just like let the angel go? Baron uh, wholeheartedly nods while stoically looking out. Y'all are so much more benevolent than my normal groups. I'm just a simple ranger from the fo a forest village. You know? Are you sure you want to unleash? Do you are you sure you want to unleash that divine entity? What about our wishes? Oh. I could want of nothing. We seem pretty good as it the is. The system's yeah. like I misunderstood. I thought you wanted to free it. Not without a wish first. I see. Speak for yourself, okay. Ranger. But it seems. Baron puts his hand. Well, I on... guess we didn't hear what it said about um, Baron's wish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baron puts his hand on Hawk's shoulder and is kind of just uh, does a mm -mm, and then shakes his head <laughs> <laughs> like little buddy like. <laughs> no, you disapprove, I see. Well, because you are now sharing control, we just need a simple majority of decision here. I said let it go. Aaron says, let it go. Let it Wait. go. Baron. Let it. Think about releasing it. Releasing DFA entity. Oh. And like, there's like shining blue light from the right. And this like gleaming ball of light floats in from the side. Hello? It floats in front of you. Hovering for a moment. And vanishes in a flash. As your eyes kind of clear up after the flash, all that is left is a library of books. Can I be read? My wish came true. Books. Ah, oh, wisdom, <laughs> yes. And I think that's actually the conclusion of what I had here. So, uh, what are y'all doing with those books? Baron starts at level one books and then moves on to level four eventually and moves on to level five where it's choose your own adventure books and eventually he's he's reading scientific journals. For all of this, could Baron read? Because if, if Baron no. couldn't Yeah, no. so Baron just instantly gained the ability to be to read. Um and you've got just all of these books, right? Like all covering all they're actually like super naturally large where like they hold more information than it seems like they ought to, but they're on very specific subjects. The ways of the world, the flows of mana, um, kings of old, angelic fashions. Yes. yes. 
Anywho. Aaron, can you read? Yes, I can read now. And talk a can little better. Can you teach me? I've never, never really had to learn to read before. Come here and I will teach you. She, he holds out his hand like he's going to transfer it to his hand, but it doesn't really work. He's not a magic user or anything. <laughs> so he just like touches me. Like, you can read now. <laughs> I don't think I can, but thank you. You got to practice. Veili, because because Veili was one of the yes votes too, Veili can also read now. Wait, I can read, Baron. This is amazing. Me magic? You are magic. Alright. Did Hawk read? <laughs> Hawk I was probably... Okay. He tries the same trick and nothing happens. What do y'all, uh... Well, no, I think this is a fun conclusion to, like, the one-shot exploration of this spot. Um, so many unanswered questions, we may never pick any of it up again, but I hope you enjoyed listening. As yeah. we did a science stream. <laughs> so, we'll start doing sign-outs here. Uh, my name is Brandon Tomlinson. I've been your GM for the evening. Uh, you can catch me on all the various socials at the BWT. I'm trying that Mastodon thing uh, in lieu of like Twitter and Insta and all that shit. So you can catch me uh, at the BWT at Vivaldi.net. Use Vivaldi's Mastodon implementation. Anywho, uh, yeah, catch me there. Chris, go. Hey, I'm Chris. Uh, you can follow me at ChrisGamble37 on Instagram if you want to. Um, and go to RavensRealmTabletop.com that has all of our links. Uh, podcast, YouTube, all that fun stuff. If you could, if you're watching this, subscribe. Smash that like button. So on. Yeah. Justin? Alright, well... Uh... You can hear the music for the show at my bandlab.com uh, profile at bandlab.com slash mixsushi3. I have a lot of the music posted here. I try to keep it in a playlist that's all for Raven's Realm. Um, I'm also coming out with my own material. Uh, I don't think it's going to be released by the end of the year, but maybe I'll throw out like two songs or something that I have almost finished and get that out before the end of the year. I know I've been talking that up a lot, but you know, you're just at the, uh, whatever the record label says you kind of deal with, you just go with their time. So eh, what can you do <laughs> anyway? Um, also Raven's realm discord is really important and Raven's realm everywhere. Just like us. We just want to be liked. <laughs> Yes, I also want to be liked. Uh, I've been playing Bailey. Um, yeah, if you want to find me on social media, I am following the ship to the bottom of the ocean, that is Twitter. Uh, so if you want to see how long it takes me to get banned, as I repeatedly tweet at Elon Musk and then delete my tweets, uh, you can find me at Kitchen with two Ds, that's K-I-C-H-I-D-D. -D. Uh, long live Twitter. God. <laughs> All right. And yeah, the, uh, as I said, this has been a Raven's Realm production. Uh, we've got the Discord at the site, as Chris said. I also want to do a last shout out to Tabletop RPG Music Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash tabletoprpgmusic. 
who has a really sweet plugin, and they're only ask for using this on streams that you, you know, drop out the Patreon. So, uh, yeah, nice. they're badass. Oh, and our, uh, what's it called? Our action figures for Drive Through oh, yeah. RPG? Oh, yeah. Just do the thing. Go to Drive Through RPG and then search for Gray Matter Games. We're actually the top selling sets of his, which is awesome. What? Yeah, so you just find Gray Matter Games. You'll see Raven's Realm stuff. He's got two sets, and they are awesome. David it's is all the... our characters from like season yeah. one. So we have like LaCroix and Milo, and the whole gang is there. Blast from the past. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's been great, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for Bye -bye, listening. Bye, everyone. Love y'all. Thank y'all. Bye, Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>